Hello and welcome to the Living Imperfectly podcast with me, your host, Claire. You're listening to the podcast that provides you with real honest discussions on how embracing imperfection can be a helpful approach to improving our relationship with food, body image, exercise and navigating through our messy lives in general. So let's get started. Woohoo! I've made it to episode 10. Honestly, I am completely blown away with hearing what people are taking from the podcast. So please keep sharing your light bulb moments with me. And if you can please do me a wee favor and leave a review and of course give me five stars as I would hugely appreciate that. So today's episode is going to be a solo one. The aim is to provide you with information on the natural fluctuations that happen with the scale weight and how to use that data correctly. I really wanted to to do a podcast on this because I see this as something that a lot of my clients really struggle with and it is it just makes people feel like they're not making progress when the scale weight fluctuates fluctuates, or it's just not making progress in the way or in the time frame that they would like it to. And I want you to know that I used to also feel this. And so you're really, you're really not alone in this. And I, I get it, you know, especially if you've if it's been one of those weeks, you've put in all the effort, you know, you've done all the things that you know, helps you be in a calorie deficit if your goal, for example, is fat loss. And this number is just not doing what you would like it to do. Um, so yeah, we lack patience and we start then doing like drastic things and it never ends well. And also our worth starts to become dictated by this number on the scale and we can beat ourselves up even more than normal. And I just think that something that really, really helps my clients is just to really get an understanding of why it does fluctuate and also how to use this data correctly. It can be super empowering for a lot of people to build a better relationship with the scales instead of avoiding them or really getting angry with them. So let's get started. Firstly, I'm going to just cover over some of the reasons why the scale weight fluctuates. One is food digestion. So if there's changes in your food and water intake, just like your normal, what you eat and drink, um, you're probably going to have some changes in your bowel movements as well. And this can be one of the reasons that there are short term changes on the scale. Second one is your menstrual cycle. So hormones fluctuate throughout your menstrual cycle, which is linked to water retention. And this is going to vary for person to person. Like it's really individual for some women. It could be anything from like a pound um, up to 10 pounds. And it fluctuates through different um, parts of your cycle as well. Your number three is your training. The muscle damage from training can cause inflammation and water retention, which is a natural part of the process. So it's not that we would want you to avoid training for 
to reduce this. Um, so just know that this is part of um, a reason. Carbohydrate consumption is something that I do feel this is why carbs still get a little bit of a bad rep. And I think that it's the reason that a lot of people will go to cutting out carbs to see that number on the scale change. And I'm going to explain why that is. So for every one gram of stored carbohydrates, there will also be three grams of water stored additionally as well. So it's not that it's fat gain. It's more likely that it's water retention. So, for example, if you've got had more carbohydrates than your normal um, and the scale weight goes up, it will probably be water retention. And same goes if you cut out your carbs like drastically, then the scale weights will go down. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that's fat loss. It could just be a loss in water. So, again, I can't stress this enough. It's not that we need to avoid carbohydrates in for us to gain a fat loss goal and it's just you know it is just something that is an added thing that changes the number on the scale other reasons for fluctuations are you know if you're ill if you're constipated if you've been traveling um increased salt intake as well and one big thing that i see a lot is not weighing yourself accurately. Super important that if you're going to weigh yourself, that you weigh yourself the same way every single time. And I would highly recommend weighing yourself daily, first thing in the morning, after you've gone to the toilet with no or minimal clothes. This way, it's a more accurate reading because you're kind of, it's the same thing every time. Um, by all means, you don't have to weigh yourself every day, but if you have struggled with the scales, it can be quite empowering to understand this natural fluctuation and it can help to break free from your poor relationship with scales. But I'll go into that a little bit more further along in the podcast. I feel it's super important to also explain the difference between weight loss and fat loss. So weight loss is an overall reduction in body weight. And this includes like weight from fat, uh, retained water and muscles. So fat loss, however, is the specific reduction of fat from the body. So fat loss can help decrease the risk of associated with uh, chronic diseases, inflammation, um, reduce muscle mass loss alongside your training it can get that toned look that a lot of people are looking for and also it can help maintain the loss as well so if your goal is to lose weight it's probably most likely that your goal is actually fat loss I'm going to bring it back to the scales so the number on the scales does not measure fat it measures your weight so it's one form of monitoring, but it does not show the full picture. So you could actually be losing fat and the scales may stay the same. I know it's a total like mess with your head thing, but it's that's what it's that I'm just telling you it's straight. So managing freakouts with the scales, I'm going to tell you just some information, some numbers that hopefully is going to get your head around 
this a little bit better. It takes 3,500 calories over your maintenance calories to put on one pound of fat. So say, for example, your your maintenance calories is 2,000 per day. You would need to eat 5,500 calories to put on one pound of fat in a day. So if you scale, like step on the scales and you see one pound more, it's and and you have eaten just maybe similar to what you normally have eaten, it's most likely water weight because to eat 5,500 calories in a day is quite quite impressive um so these the numbers are, that fluctuate on the scale please know that it's not necessarily immediately fat you've gained gaining fat happens over time so you would need to be eating over your maintenance calories for a period of time it really doesn't happen overnight Unfortunately, the same goes the other way. So when the goal is fat loss, we need to be in 3,500 calorie deficit to burn one pound of fat. So again, it takes longer than you think because you need to be eating under your maintenance calories over a period of time. And that is why I always stress consistency and patience is key. And this is why we get drawn into the quick fixes that promote like seven pounds lost in one week type messaging that you see. And, you know, it's I don't blame people. I mean, I've been there, too. I've I've done all these things because it's just we you think it's going to be way easier. Um, Unfortunately, we end up back at square one. So, yeah. It, it's also just kind of really thinking about it. Like if you were to really lose seven pounds of fat in one week, that would be 24,500 calorie deficit. To do that, your life would be, I'm just going to say it, it's going to be really, really dull and it's not going to be something that you can maintain. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to use the scales accurately like I mentioned before, you know, weighing yourself daily at the same time, ideally first thing in the morning after you've been to the toilet with no or minimal clothes. And then you're going to take the lowest weight over the week. And that would be your average weight for that week. Additionally, which I highly recommend is taking photos once a month and taking body measurements once a week. So ideally, same day every week so that you get that consistency there as well. And a reminder that the scales aren't necessarily wrong, but they can just be misunderstood sometimes. So if you're putting on three pounds over a night, it's not likely going to be fat gain. However, if you're putting three pounds on over three months, then yes, perhaps it is fat gained. You know, focusing on these trends over time uh, in the scale weight. And looking at those numbers and body measurements and looking at changes in, in photos of how your body looks. Also, a huge thing that's massively underrated is how do your clothes feel? Like, how do they fit? Are you like trying on clothes that you maybe have had in your wardrobe that you haven't worn for a while? Things like that is super important to think of as well. You know, it's not going to be linear. Sometimes it might look a little bit like a roller coaster on a graph. But the aim is that overall the trends are going to be going down if your goal is fat loss. Again, I can't stress this enough. You need to practice patience. 
because it takes time. So big question that I get asked as well when it comes to scales is should or shouldn't I be using the scales? And I hate to say it, but it depends. Like on one hand, it can be really empowering to improve your relationship with scales than just avoid it. And if you're struggling with it, then yeah, I would suggest that this task where you weigh yourself first thing in the morning and you weigh yourself last thing at night and you will naturally see the fluctuation throughout the day because of course the number is going to increase because you've ate, you've moved, you've maybe trained, etc. And just getting your head around that that is a normal part of the process. That's what your body does can sometimes just be really, really empowering. And asking yourself, like, why are you scared of the scales? Like this number doesn't dictate your worth. And know that even if you are in maintenance calories, this number will fluctuate anyway. Of course, on the flip side, sometimes the scales are not helpful for some people. For example, if you're in, in maintenance, so you're not looking for fat loss and you're getting freaked out by this number on the scales that is fluctuating, then it's a question of like, do you really need to measure that data? And the answer probably there is no. Also know that it might not be beneficial if weighing yourself is really impacting your day. So it's impacting the food choices that you're making, it's impacting your mood. It's impacting just everything that you're doing in the day. It's not worth using that data. And so, yeah, I wouldn't advise it in that case. However, looking at things like photos, measurements, how your clothes feel, etc., and always coming back to like the reasoning for wanting fat loss. Like what is the real reason behind? So what's your why? Okay, so I'm going to finish with some top tips that can hopefully help you. Switch the focus on your behaviours instead of the outcomes, i.e. that number on the scale. If you focus on the scale weight, you're going to feel frustrated all of the time because it's always going to be fluctuating. Instead, focus on what you can control and that tends to be your behaviours and your actions. Lay those foundations that you need for this long lasting change. And when we do this, the results will take care of themselves when in that time frame. Um, so it, it might not necessarily be the time frame that you have visioned, but it's about being realistic about what that looks like. Let the skills just do their thing and just focus on all the things that you know is going to bring you in a calorie deficit. That is, if your goal is fat loss, eventually the scale weight will drop. If you have over eight on your calories in a day, you've not lost all your progress. It's how you react after that that counts, i.e. your behavior. So you don't need to start again on Monday. You can just get straight back onto the calorie range that you were prescribed and keep going. Look at other markers of progress. Instead of fixating on one form of data that fluctuates look at your energy levels like how are you feeling look at your quality of sleep like are you waking up feeling like you've had a good night's sleep everything feels much better when you've had a good night's sleep your stress levels like are they reducing like is your performance in the gym improving is your pr productivity improving 
your mood, how your clothes feel on you. Just, yeah, how are you feeling? Know that when you over-restrict, this will lead to overeating at some point. So if you've stepped on the scale and you've seen it's not shifted the way you want and you think, that's it, I'm going to deprive myself of anything this day, you over-restrict, you will end up overeating at some point and this is kind of counterproductive. So make sure that you have some balance in your diet and practice some food neutrality and trust that there is a process. This is the process. It takes time and it, unfortunately it does take longer than you think. So don't give up so easily. Don't be kind of... um yeah, just don't give up so to, don't give up so easily and don't be so hard on yourself. And especially when you feel like giving up. Know that fat loss, it really doesn't equal happiness and it certainly does not determine your worth. And if you really struggle with this, I want you to know you're not alone. The majority of my clients I have helped also struggled with this too. So I'm going to stop there. As always, like, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I really hope that you've taken something from this episode that has helped you in some way. And if you feel like, you know, you're ready to do this type of work, then feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, Coach by Claire Official, or my website, www.coachbyclaire.uk. And we can set up a chat on how I can support you with this. I am looking forward to meeting you again on the next episode.